Hi, I'm Kurt Barnes. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible. It's my prayer that you would be continually growing in your relationship with Jesus and that this podcast would be one of the many tools that the Holy Spirit is using in your life to bring about transformation. Don't forget to press the subscribe button and remember, you can hear our full-length sermons at scf.tv. Welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast. Today I want to do something a little different, and I want to talk a little bit about the book of Daniel that we've just finished reading. If you and I think we have it bad now in our culture, Babylon was way worse. Now to give you a little background, God's people, the people of Israel, the Jews, they were living in wicked sin, and for generation after generation, God had sent prophets telling them, if you continue to live this way, I'm going to remove my hand of protection from you. He sent prophet after prophet and gave them opportunity to repent on many different occasions. But did they listen? No. So, just as what God said was going to happen, happened. In 586 BC, the Babylonians seized Jerusalem and took the Israelites into captivity to Babylon. Daniel and his friends were part of this first group taken into exile. Now, imagine the new life they were living in this evil and hostile environment. Can you imagine what kind of shock this would have been to Daniel and his friends and the people of Israel? I think we can read these stories in the Bible without putting ourselves in the middle of them. We can just skip past how difficult this would have been. But just imagine it with me for a moment. Imagine you were living in God's nation as one of God's people. Your laws were literally given to you by God. You have a temple of God built by King Solomon in all of his wisdom and splendor. You have God's system of worship, community, society, justice all around you. And then in a moment, everything changes and you go from being in God's kingdom to Babylon. Babylon, the kingdom that is the embodiment of evil in all of the Bible. Not Sodom, not Gomorrah, not Nineveh. No, it's Babylon. Why is Babylon so bad, you might ask? Well, Babylon worshipped the god Marduk, otherwise known as Satan, the devil. It was an occult religion that used witchcraft, spells, and black magic, torture, sacrifice, and relied heavily on astronomy and astrology, and was pure evil. Their king, Nebuchadnezzar, was a total madman. He was brutal and unreasonable, a psychopath, who after sacking Jerusalem, entered himself into God's temple and took the sacred items back to Babylon and placed them in Marduk's temple as an assault to the God of Judea. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream one night, and he went to his advisors to have it interpreted. Only this, he wouldn't even tell him what his dream was. He said, you'll tell me what I dreamed. And what it means, or I will have you torn from limb to limb, and I will have your entire family and home killed. Can you imagine? God's people now living in Satan's kingdom, literally. Daniel's name is changed from Daniel, which means God is my judge, to Belzazar, which means Bel's prince. Bel being another name for Marduk, Satan's prince. Daniel and his friends were forced into a three-year education program to prepare them to serve this evil king, training them in their religious arts, language, magic, spells. Long before Daniel was thrown into a physical lion's den, he was surrounded by lions. Daniel had every reason to hide away and to wait for exile to end, but he didn't. 
He had every reason to just give up and give in, but he didn't. He had every reason to lament, to give up, and to be mad at God, but he didn't. Instead, the exact opposite thing happened. He thrived. I think, church, we need to be reminded, just like Daniel was, that we too live in a time of exile. This is not our home. So like Daniel, how can we live our lives in the midst of a culture and circumstances in a way that honors God, that changes our workplace, transforms our neighborhoods? How do we live in the midst of all of this chaos and still be faithful to God's calling? And I see one thing in Daniel's life that I think is absolutely key, and that's this. Daniel understood that God is sovereign. Daniel knew that God was in control of everything. He knew that God was sovereign. I'm going to read to you Daniel chapter 2, verse 20 through 23. It says this, Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. He said, Praise the name of God forever and ever, for he has all wisdom and power. He controls the course of world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. He reveals deep and mysterious things and knows what lies hidden in darkness, though he is surrounded by light. I thank you and I praise you, God of my ancestors, for you have given me wisdom and strength. You have told me what you asked for me and revealed to us what the king demanded. This is so important for you and I to remember. God is in control. And no matter what it looks like out our window today, God has a plan. He's never caught off guard. He's never asleep at the wheel. He has a perfect plan. And though we don't always see it, it's still true. Ephesians 1 verse 11 says, Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. God is in control. That thing you're struggling with right now, that person at work, that neighbor, that family member, God is sovereign, he's in control, and he is more than able to finish what he started. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that you've given us such good reason for confidence. I thank you, Jesus, that your word teaches us that you who began a good work in us will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, that in a world that seems so chaotic, we have a firm foundation to stand on. That when the wind blows and the waves crash against us, we can stand firm on your sovereignty, that you're God and that you know what you're doing and that you are in control of all things. We thank you today in Jesus' name. Amen.